Thanks for coming back, everybody. It's just wonderful for all of us to get together for these daily lessons. And this is one of those extreme and dramatic ones. So hold on to your hat. There is no death. The Son of God is free. Death is a thought that takes many forms, often unrecognized. It appears as sadness, fear, anxiety, doubt, anger, faithlessness, lack of trust, concern for bodies, envy, and all forms in which the wish to be as you are not may come to tempt you, all sorts of specialness stuff. All these thoughts are just reflections of the worshiping of death as Savior and as giver of release. You think, really, these are all worshiping death? Yes, indeed. And then it continues. Death seems mighty. It seems strong. It seems like it's the final word. It's the embodiment of fear, the host of sin, the God of the guilty, and the Lord of all illusions and deceptions. Wow. It seems to hold all living things within its withered hand, all hopes and wishes in its blighting grasp, all goals perceived with its sightless eyes. The frail, the helpless, and the sick bow down before its image, thinking it alone is real, inevitable, worthy of their trust. We're just positive death is going to happen. You hear people say death and taxes. Those are the things you can absolutely count on for sure. It says because this alone, we are just sure that's going to come. And in the hallucination, we seem to be right about that. Remember, this is an insane hallucination. All things but death are seen to be unsure, just quickly lost, however hard to gain, uncertain in their outcome, apt to fail the hopes they once engendered, and to leave the taste of dust and ashes in their wake in place of aspirations and of dreams. But death is counted on, for it will come with certain footsteps when the time has come for its arrival. It will never fail to take all life as hostage to itself. High drama level again. It's definitely trying to get our attention here. Then it says, would you bow down to idols such as this? Are you going to believe all this stuff? Not a word of it is true. Because look what we've done. Here is the strength and might of God or love itself perceived within an idol made of dust. It's not even made of dust. It's just an imaginary thing. It's like we've pretended that the strength and the might and the reliability of love has somehow now been conferred to death. So here is the opposite of God or love, death, proclaimed as Lord of all creation, stronger than God's will for life, the endlessness of love in heaven's perfect, changeless constancy. Here is the will of Father and Son, all creation, defeated, finally, once and for all, and laid to rest beneath the headstone death has placed upon the body of the Holy Son of God. We finally did it. We finally became more powerful than the truth. (laughs) Our hallucinations. 
unholy in defeat. He, that means the Father, the Son, creation, has just become what death would have us be. His epitaph, our epitaph, which death itself has written, gives no name to us, for we've just passed to dust. We've just ceased to exist. It says, but this, here lies a witness, a proof that God or love is dead, that God or love doesn't have any power, death has all the power, that there is no love and safety you can count on. And this it writes again and still again, while all of the worshipers agree and kneeling down with foreheads to the ground, they whisper fearfully, this is so. Death has got all of the power it's going to get me. It's impossible to worship death in any form and still select a few that you would not cherish and would try to avoid while still believing in the rest. Death is total. Either all things die or else all things live and cannot die and no compromise is possible. Because here again, we see an obvious position, which we must accept if we're going to be sane. Basically, we aren't sane now, but we sure would like to be. What contradicts one thought entirely cannot be true unless the opposite is proven false. The idea of the death of God is so preposterous that even the insane have difficulty believing in it. For it implies that God was once alive and somehow perished, killed apparently, by those who didn't want him to survive, that didn't want love to be present, that didn't want it to exist. The stronger will could triumph over his. And so eternal life gave way to death. And with the Father died the Son as well. Death's worshipers may be afraid. And yet, Can thoughts like these be fearful? If they saw that it is only this which the worshipers believe, they would be instantly released. And you're going to show them this today. There's not any death. There's no lack of life. Aren't you still alive? And we're going to renounce it now in every form for their salvation and our own as well. God didn't make death. Love didn't make death. Whatever form it takes must therefore be illusion. It must be a hallucination. And this is the stand we're going to take today, and it is given us to look past death, which is another way of saying lack of love, and see the life that's beyond. Only in awful dreams does any of this appear to be true. And so now there's a little prayer. I believe this is the first time that we have ended a lesson with really a prayer. And here it is. Father, please bless our eyes today. We are your messengers. And we would look upon the glorious reflection of your love, which shines in everything. We live and we move in you, in love alone. We are not separate from your eternal life. There is no death, for death is not your will. And we abide where you have placed us in the life we share with you and with all living things to be like you and part of you forever. We accept your thoughts as ours and only your thoughts as ours. And our will is one with yours eternally. Amen. 
quite a lesson. Take it to heart. I surely do look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Goodbye.